into the it is Monday the 27th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. It's Shane here filling in for Tim Gilbert and joined as always by the co-host man himself, Shane Lee. How you doing, Shane-o? I'm good, Shad. Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. Happy 27th, mate. It's good to be back on air and, um, mate, full of food and full of joy, mate. So it's uh, happy, happy to be back on air, as I said, mate. All good. Mate, it's good. And you're down in Melbourne at the moment. I am, mate. I um, I was supposed to be going to the cricket yesterday, but the guy I was going with cited having being a close contact of COVID, mate. So, so those those plans went to uh, the proverbial and uh, ended up watching it in, in a pub in uh, South Yarra, mate. So it was good. It was a good day anyway. Oh well, you got the experience like the rest of us, mate. Okay, yeah, you got exactly. to you got to live it like the everyday man. <laughs> it is nice in the corporate box, I must say, but uh, the botanical in South Yarra was also very good. Well, uh, we have a charity auction running at the moment. Um, for those who want to get on board, the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. Uh, amazing things you can get on the auction as well. A signed Wallabies jersey is up there at the moment. You can find out more info, afternoonsport.com uh, slash auction, of course. Today on the show, we will be talking the Ashes in just a moment. Tennis, NBA and COVID ruining sports around the world. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Maine Hair Care. Oh, Maine Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Maine Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, Maine Hair Care. All right, let's kick things off with a horrible, horrible kickoff to the Boxing Day test for England. Um, Let's just go through a little bit of it, Shane. Uh, Why don't we start with the 50th duck of 2021? What is going on, mate? Hamid, the opening batsman for England, yeah, recorded the 50th (laughs) duck of 2021, as you said, and... um, yeah, look, the England uh, cricket team haven't found a decent opener since uh, Andrew Strauss retired nine years ago and Alastair Cook also retired. <laughs> so they are really struggling, mate. England all out for 185 and, and Australia in reply, one for 61. Look, we won the toss and decided to bowl and that was pretty much the end of the Ashes, I, I thought, straight away. Root once again throwing his wicket away at 50. Besto coming in, scoring 35. But um, you know, Pat Cummins was brilliant with the new ball. Lyon sort of mopped him up at the end with three for... 36. Boland even got got his first test wicket. And, um, yeah, wickets all around. Stark good. Green good. Aussies on top, mate, going into um, day two today. And um, and Harris hanging in 20 not out. So he's probably batting for his test career today, mate. So that'll be good to watch. Yeah, oh, man. it's um, It was kind of crazy watching it at the pub. It was like he looked away for a second and then another wicket would fall. Like, it was just... Yeah, every time you went to the bar to get a beer, you mate. come back and England lost two more wickets. I mean, and, and... <laughs> and I'm drinking pots down here as well. <laughs> And like, uh, like, how good's Cummins going? Like, the captain leading by example was pretty crazy yesterday. Yeah, look, it was good to see him take the new ball um, and lead from the front. He's obviously, we all know, he missed the last Test match due to COVID close contact in Adelaide. Mm. But uh, look, he's just doing everything right. Uh, the team's confident. The looks on the faces of the England cricket team—they don't want to be here. There's infighting going on now between Root saying, you know, the bowlers didn't—they bowled too short last innings. 
Well, then all of a sudden Anderson's turned around and said, well, that's the flattest wicket we've ever batted on and we, we, couldn't, we couldn't make 200. So they're mm. starting to fight. It's good to see. Oh, mate, it's going to be pretty bad. Uh, and uh, we should also mention um, uh, English cricket lost uh, one of the greats uh, just over the weekend as well. Yeah, Ray Illingworth, uh, the former England captain, uh, passed away age 89. Um, he led England to a 2-0 victory here in Australia in the 70-71 series. Um, yeah, he played 61 tests, a much-loved captain from Yorkshire in England. Um, Ray Lingworth, so uh, condolences to his family. And uh, with the test going so well, Shadow, um, Justin Langer's uh, coaching future, a bit uncertain at the moment with Cricket Australia. Yeah, well, we all know that the sort of issues Justin was having with the, with the senior players in particular um, prior to this um, summer's kicking off, um, Langer's has obviously seen the opportunity now after winning the 2020 World Cup uh, and being 2-0 up. He's trying to renegotiate an extension of his contract <laughs> right now. And good on him. He's in a very, very strong position right now. But CEO Nick Hockley is saying, no, nah, I'm going to wait till the end of the summer before I guarantee you anything, Justin, because there were serious issues leading in to this summer, as we said. Um, part of that leadership group that confronted Langer was Cummins, the current captain. So I think he's going to have a big say on whether Justin continues or not. So interesting times there. Yeah, right. And uh, mm. before we move on, uh, Boxing Day, not just about the cricket, the Sydney to Hobart in full swing. It is, mate. And uh, we mentioned, I think, last week that uh, after last year, uh, Sydney to Hobart not going ahead, um, they finally got this one away. The, all the sailors didn't celebrate during Christmas to guarantee that there'd be no COVID spread. Uh, but right. currently, as of 1am this morning, uh, Blackjack leads from Law Connect and uh, Stefan Racing. So they're saying there was big wins early doors, but it's going to be quite uh, low wins across the Bass Strait. So it might be a slow lead into Tas- to Tasmania and to Hobart, which is probably appropriate to go into to- Hobart. Things are pretty slow <laughs> down there. <laughs> uh, look, stay with us after this short break because we'll be back chatting the Aussie Open, uh, the NBA as well. Great performance by Paddy Mills. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, up next, and a bit of football. All right, let's go across uh, to the NBA. Lots to talk about with the NBA. The Christmas period, huge for basketball in the US. Mm. And uh, the Aussies were in fine form, Shano. The uh, Brooklyn Nets take on the LA Lakers yesterday. And a match that was not supposed to be very good at all. Mm. We're talking about a a, uh, Brooklyn Nets team that's basically getting the janitor to come out and play for them because (laughs) COVID is ripping this team apart. Um, And they had to also postpone three-day games earlier. So people were thinking, this is not going to be great. No Kevin Durant. A lot of starters are missing. Mm -hmm. They did get James Harden back. But in he walks, the bargain buy of 2021, Paddy Mills leading the Nets to a victory late, too. They won it in the last couple of minutes, 122 to 115. And how's this stat line for Paddy Mills? 34 points, Boom. seven assists, Boom. two rebounds, eight three-pointers. Eight from 13 as well, Shad. And um, I think the stats said that he, the first half, it was um, between Mills and Harden, they scored 42 of the 66 points scored by the whole team. Yeah, Just insane. Just on fire. Insane. James Harden getting a triple-double as well, a 10-10-36. Like, insane play by these guys, especially the Nets being able to do this with hardly any players is ridiculous. Mm. Um, and, and let's not take any away from uh, the Lakers as well that played pretty well. LeBron James, 
I mean, this guy's long career is breaking records. He's now yeah. surpassed Kobe Bryant as the most point scorer uh, for Christmas Day uh, fixtures in the NBA. But, I mean, you're going to do that when you're going to keep playing until you're 55. Big time. But it must be a good feeling for Paddy Mills. You know, he, he was uh, the key player for our bronze medal uh, in the Olympics and really led the, the, our, our basketball team. But he's leading, he's leading an NBA team now, which is amazing. Yeah, crazy. I, I, I think this has got to be – you'd be hard-pressed to find, I reckon – an Aussie playing an American sport that's had a year like he has yep. had so far. Yep. Um, it's got to be one of the greats. Uh, and let's talk at uh, some of the other Aussies uh, over in the NBA. Um, the Jazz got a win with Joe Ingles, yep. who showed a bit of fire getting into a bit of a dust-up with one of Minnesota's players. Yeah, with Jake Lehman, mate. So an interesting exchange there. And um, and then Josh Giddy, mate, he continues his form. But who's this new, who's this new punk, Jock Landale? Yeah, it's a, a new one out of here. We're starting to take over the NBA, mate. I think that's what's sure. going on at the moment. Because um, the guys we're talking about, uh, in terms of Paddy Mills, he's a little man. He's a little guy that runs around the court. But we've got a new Aussie mm. big man on the game. Uh, played the best short ga- short NBA career to date uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> wow. And so how tall is this fella? Do, do you know off the top of your head? or I don't know off the top of my no. head, mate, but I don't think I'll be able to see the top of his head. I think that's how tall he's got. <laughs> Mate, but yeah, that, so we're, we're mentioning four guys there, um, just just the games on over Christmas, and uh, yeah, the Aussies are dominating in the NBA, which is really really good to see. Mate, and it's it's unheard of, I and mean, it's only going to be good things for the NBL as well. I mean, mm. um, starting to try and prove itself as a place to get started with your NBA career, which is exciting stuff. If you think about what's going to happen uh, here with more and more of the games, also go the type hands, can type hands are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on from NBA, let's go. Summer of Tennis is on its way. Novak Djokovic is probably the biggest name that people are talking about in the lead-up to the Aussie Open, but this guy's already pulled out of one of the bigger tournaments. Yeah, he's pulled out of the Sydney ATP Cup, um, and once again, he's not revealing anything. It's been a total backflip by Tennis Australia and Craig Tilley saying that now, as we mentioned, he's not going to look into whether he's even asking for an exemption mm. um, on those things. But yeah, Novak, he is training over in Belgrave. Um, and but generally, what players would do that they'd land in either Sydney or Melbourne and play, or, or even Perth or Adelaide, play the lead-up tournament. Novak's not going to do this. So whether he just flies straight in and tries to play based on that exemptions, will we? Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. The backflip is the best example. <laughs> There's no way they're not going to bend over backwards to try and get him to play. No, no way. Like, like it's... And he's just such a big name. And and I, and I think all this negative thing too, people want to go out there and actually boo him as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it would bring some good atmosphere towards the tournament itself. Well, COVID's already starting to take a hit as well uh, to the uh, ATP and for the Aussie Open potentially because uh, Shapovalov. Um, already tested positive to COVID since arriving in Australia. Yeah, the the Canadian left-hander, the superstar, is um, is tested positive landing um, in Melbourne. Um, so he's got uh, I think two weeks to get that right, but it's going to really hamper his um, his preparation and how he goes about things. I mentioned last week. I think this guy's a potential major winner um, down the track, but uh, it might be a bit tough now with uh, the restrictions put on him due to COVID. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, look, we'll move over to the World Game Soccer and keep on the COVID thing here because a lot of mm. the EPL matches experiencing what a lot of American sporters have been doing the last couple of weeks. A uh, few matches have been called off due to COVID. Yep. Um, the big difference between the English Premier League and, say, the NBA in America, and the NBA just just pushing forward, as you mentioned, the janitors getting a game over there. Mm-hmm. Um, the English Premier League, they've been decimated with COVID and, and games have been called off left, right and centre. So um, it's a big, big one and... 
Imagine the the TV rights and what this is costing people. <laughs> Two of the biggest sports in the world, when they lose these games and and sponsorship, it's big big bucks. You know what's weird to me though is that, like I almost feel like this run of the COVID wave, the Omicron, mm. seems to be disrupting more sports. I could be wrong. Maybe I've got too short of a memory, but I feel like it's disrupting more sports now than it did last year. It is. Well, it's, it's, it's the most contagious one. I think everyone's getting it. Um, the effects are yet to be seen, how bad they are. But, um, yeah, mate, once again, we're talking about COVID and on a sporting uh, <laughs> on a sporting podcast, which is frustrating. Oh, mate. Uh, let's look at the A-League 2 here at home, uh, the women's game. Five goals for Melbourne City. Pretty big performance. Yeah, amazing effort from Hannah Wilkinson, mate, scoring all five goals herself for Melbourne City's win over Melbourne Victory. Um, and amazing. And I'll tell you what, they were fantastic goals as well. Yeah, unreal. Go and check out those highlights. Uh, before we go over the F1, um, obviously huge controversy with Lewis Hamilton not managing to uh, secure the the title this year with an interesting little uh, uh, protest going on. But could this be the last time we see him racing? Well, former boss Bernie Eccleston reckons and believes that Hamilton will retire. Um this week alone, he's removed and unfollowed everyone off all his social media platforms, including mm. used to follow used to follow his own dog. He's even unfollowed his dog. So <laughs> maybe the dog got kicked because he lost the race. I don't know. Um, but Bernie <laughs> believes that he's absolutely totally devastated, uh, not being you know becoming uh, the all time greatest. He's still equal with seven titles with Schumacher. But he believes now that um, due to that disappointment, he will retire and go off into the world of fashion uh, where he's been sort of looking to do um, for, for a number of years now. So hopefully we don't see the last of him. He, he's one of the greats. There you go. Moving into the world of fashion from motorsport. Yes. <laughs> You'd only see that in F1. You're not seeing any of the V8 supercar drivers moving into the world of fashion. He might have to take that helmet off before he walks down the runway, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, the cricket is back on, of course. It is at the MCG for the Ashes game two. Like you said, it looks like the uh, Poms have completely given up. But our war story this week has to do with Rodney Hogg. Mate, the, the great fast bowler from Victoria, um, Rodney Hogg. And I actually did a, a coaching clinic with him years ago at the MCG. And um, he's a really, really funny guy, Rodney. He, he sort of uses very little, <laughs> very few words. Anyway, so he asked the kids to all mark out their run-ups and he asked them who were the fast bowlers and the kids put their hands up. And the kids are sort of marking marks together where they're going to run from and one kid thought well I can't see where my mark is so we went away and started collect like bits of rubbish like, uh, an old sort of Kit Kat wrapper hmm. and uh, an old Orchie bottle and sort of put that down top of his mark Rodney Hogg says this young kid what are you a fucking bowbird <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> then the kid decides to run in and he says to Mr Hogg Mr Hogg how do you bowl an outswinger and he said well it's really simple mate you put your two fingers on top of the ball your thumb underneath run in if it does something whoopee fucking whoop <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just throw on home. Yeah, I don't know that kid who was about seven years of age at that stage has ever <laughs> he kicked on with cricket after that hard lesson from Rodney Hogg. But uh, a very funny man, a very, very good fast bowler. Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. So make sure you hit the follow and subscribe wherever you listen to these podcasts. A big thank you to our sponsors before we go. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Yeah, and of course, our producer, Dan McHugh. Uh, hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Shane, we'll be back uh, again for another big chat of sport tomorrow morning. And we will definitely be talking about how pathetic the Poms look out on the pitch today in Melbourne. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. <laughs>